0: Welcome to Cage Minds. I'm Micah Frankel, 10 days out from LFA 116. Joining to talk about it is Josiah Reyes. How you doing, sir?
1: Very, very good. How are you today?
0: Oh, I'm great. It's good to see you again. It, it's been a while. I mean, two fights in four months, a pandemic happens. It, it's been quite a while.
1: It has been. I know. It's crazy. We were getting momentum like crazy there for a while. I had moved on from my job at CYFD, and then I had two fights in that time, like you mentioned. And uh, we were cranking them out and training so hard. That was my first time of, like, full-time training, um, and I really liked it. You know, it was a nice change from the, the office grind, the 8-to-5 office grind, you know. So I thoroughly enjoyed you know like a professional athlete's life of just your job is to train which is pretty cool you still have to pay the bills though so that's like that's something of course that everybody has to figure out so we've been lucky enough to be training people as their job now like private training and one of our coaches josh montoya has kind of helped us a lot with that showing us the ropes because he's been doing that for quite some time as well so that's been nice to you know pay the bills, and and you still learn a lot because your your mind's constantly going like, okay, what combos am I going to hold for this person? How am I going to teach them this? I got to break this down for them, and then I'm teaching the kids class as well for jujitsu. So if you can break down a technique for a four year old, you really really know the technique. And staying pretty active in terms of like paying the bills anyway, it's like still training. We still managed to stay pretty active training throughout all of that. And then of course Jerome had she probably fought like five times in, in a year's time, I think. So, you know, we were grinding with him for that whole time. And then I had a couple that I thought I might have. So I started training real hard and then and then it didn't happen. So we've definitely been grinding this whole time, like full time too. So um yeah, it's been a long time, but I'm excited to test everything I've learned the last year and a half. I did see you at the at the grappling event last Saturday too. Are we gonna get you to compete there? I would love to, actually. I was thinking of that um up until I got matched up. So if I don't have any type of like MMA match, I definitely am gonna test my jujitsu. You know, it's been a little bit, so yeah, I'll be in there for sure.
0: Now the last year and the half grinding, you mentioned Jerome Rivera. Uh, How valuable is that having a training partner who was getting ready for UFC caliber competition?
1: I mean, I always tell everybody, like, I, I basically got as far as I did for, you know, of course, my coaches and my teammates. But a big part is, like, I've basically been shadowing Jerome for three years two or three years now, I've just been like shadowing the guy, like an apprenticeship, if you will. Um, And I've just learned he's, he's like an encyclopedia of knowledge. You know, he's, he's got so many drills, so many combos, so much experience. And he's, he's like so young, the age he's at right now, I barely had started even training. so like, it's crazy how much knowledge he has. And he's like 26 years old. It's ridiculous. But I mean, He's, he's been great. He's such a huge help. And, you know, you know, Jerome, he's, like, super nice and just eager to help. So it's been – I couldn't have asked for anything better, honestly.
0: Now, over the last year and a half, any moments where you almost didn't know if this was going to happen, it was taking so long to get another fight?
1: Kind of, yeah. I mean, you know how it is. It's like they always say that kind of cliche thing. It's like it's your lifestyle and you're just, you're like, I've heard a lot of old school retired MMA people who are like, I still train just almost the same as if when I was fighting. And I found that to be true for myself. Like even, even, even when things seem like, dang, am I ever going to, are we ever going to fight again? (laughs) You know, it's like, I was still doing jujitsu and still hitting the bag, still hitting pads, still studying. I love to study. I got some, I got like an encyclopedia of, uh, instructionals that i've been getting so i still love to study um so i i knew eventually i would still test it you know i'm still i still have like some years of of fight time in my body i don't have like a ton of miles either from like fighting and injuries and stuff so i knew eventually i would hopefully be able to get back in there and I just look at these as kind of like an assessment of everything that I've learned so far, basically. So, yeah, I was pretty confident I'd get back in there. And if anything, for sure, jiu of course, as well.
0: Val Colorado, LFA 116, Lorvik Acevedo, going to be the opponent. I know he's from Colorado, trains with Factory X. His pro debut came with Combate. Looks like, as far as I can see, Every win he has is by submission. How do you feel about this challenge ahead of you?
1: I mean, yeah, um, he kind of seems like my, what is that term, like doppelganger, right? Um, he seems like similar to me. He's like, oh, got a long, long body like me, kind of more on, on the tall side of the flyweight, a grappler, which is kind of like, a, you know, that's kind of my thing, too, is jiu-jitsu. Um, it seems like he's a, I think, maybe Hispanic, which I'm also Hispanic. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it seems like very similar. We got similar records as well, too. It's very interesting. Um, I haven't, I don't know like a ton about him, just kind of what I, you know, studied here and there. I think it'll be a pretty, a, a really good matchup. It's, it's going to be nice to kind of test myself on maybe a, a grappler who's long, like, like me, you know, Jerome's break for that he's very similar to that way we have some other guys like that so I'm I'm confident I think I I don't know him too well but I think I can beat him everywhere I think I'm better than him everywhere um but you know well the sport is so crazy you just never know you can get caught with anything from anybody but I feel like I'm better than him in every spot personally but I'm curious that's the whole excitement I'm like dang I, even when I was just laying down napping, I'm like, I wonder how this guy, how his grappling is, because you can feel like how good someone's grappling is, like from the moment you make like contact with them and like you feel their grips, you're like, oh, all right, this I know, I know kind of what his grappling is like. Or once you kind of see their movement and feel their 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 striking movement, you you kind of get an idea of how good they are. So. It's very exciting to kind of see that. It's like a brand new person. I think that's the thrill of it all. It's it's a totally brand new person, and you're going like a hundred percent. So it's just kind of a crazy thing, you know.
0: You'd mentioned at the beginning of that breakdown. They that said there were some similarities when you're planning out the game plan, talking about the fight with your coaches, with your training partners. Is there for a question? Kind of like, so how should I fight myself then? Because it's kind of what I feel like I'm looking at.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, there. you know, of course, there's some things that we identify that are like, okay, let's capitalize on this. Any smart fight fighter is going to be trying to put your strengths on their weaknesses or take away their strengths and exploit their weaknesses. So, of course, we've identified some things that we would like to it's, exploit and take advantage of and... And I'm sure vice versa. I'm sure they're like, oh, we can exploit this, this, and that. Um, Yeah, we we pretty much right out of the gate made some assessments and decided to kind of make a plan around that, which, of course, we can't go into too much detail. So you'll have to wait.
0: People don't think of it in this kind of manner, but how important also is decision-making throughout a fight?
1: I mean it's gotta be it. Everything I I think I I think I heard Jones say that one time. I think it was John Jones. Like the fight IQ in terms of being able to make real decisions in real time and like real assessments and reads in real time, which is crazy because real time is. Com- like combat. So in order to make actual reads, like, oh, when I do this, they do that. When he throws this, he does this. When I go here, 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 he goes here, 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 and here. So maybe if I go here and here, he'll do that. Let's see. So it's like, I think the highest level of fighters have that, that IQ to make those real-time adjustments and real-time assessments. It's like, I guess it's like playing speed chess, because regular chess, you have all the time and a lot of time to decide. Speed chess, it's like, you got to go, 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 go. So it's kind of like that. And I am a chess player, so that kind of helps a lot. But yeah, I think uh, I think the better you get, the better you're like, oh, I I need to do this instead of this and this instead of that. and And not just blindly kind of, this is the game plan and I'm only going to do this no matter what happens. Like that's not really realistic all the time.
0: Going into the fight here, you're almost coming in with a much bigger toolbox you've had a year and a half to work on all these things and that's so much time there's probably so many things that you've added how do you decide what you're bringing in in that box that night
1: yeah that's i mean that's a question man that's a great question that's really what what it comes down to it's like i've trained so long the last year and a half and drilled this and drilled that and it's it's such a strange thing because you almost have to like say you have like a a a shed and you walk in there and you have all these tools hanging and, and laying around and you're like okay I have this particular job which one of these tools am I gonna load up in my tool bag and take with me to the job and that's that's kind of what this is you you have this huge amount of tools and you're like I can only take so many tools into this in to finish this job, which ones am I gonna take? and given what the job looks like, I think I'll take this, 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 and that. so I've picked which tools that I feel like I could fit in my tool bag, which is not infinite, and of course, I feel like your coaches have a job of like when they're seeing things they're like, ooh, we need a th- we need this tool to be used to take care of that little issue right there so. I I think I've picked the ones that I've been kind of wanting to test out for a while. And then, and my coaches know pretty well, like my, the tool bag where they can be like, Hey, we need to, we need to do this, 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 and that now. So yeah, that's, that's the, that's kind of everything I feel like. Cause it's, it's, the bad thing is if you're like, Oh, I want to do this and, this and 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 that. And you go in there and you're like, do i what i forgot everything you know so you gotta really kind of pick and, and choose and it it's such a strange thing it's like uh, video games when you have a like do you remember those action adventure games like i can't think of any examples except i had a star wars game for ps1 and you start out and you literally have a you know x square triangle and circle and those each only do like one one attack And every level that you finish, you get to do, like, square, 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 does a three attack, and then triangle, square, triangle, and you keep adding it and adding it. And that's kind of what I'm thinking fighting is like, where you're, like, you got something basic down really, really well, and then you add a little bit to it, and then a little bit to it, and a little bit to it. But at the same time, you can't remember, like, a dozen combos. It's probably got to be, like, more like a few and even like Valentina Shevchenko, I've been really, I'm a big, big fan of her and her team. And we even got to train with them a, a couple years back, with, like three years ago, which was really, really cool. But she just like, she fires like a hard left body kick or a hard left kick, a three, two from hell, some jabs and then some nasty body lock takedowns and a Superman punch and a spinning back fist. And that's like, I don't think she, like, throws almost much. She surely can throw everything in the kitchen sink if she wanted to, but, like, that's all she does mostly, and she's incredible. the best ever, maybe. So I don't know. I'm still figuring all this stuff out, to be honest. You know, I'm still pretty new to the game.
0: And then being new, having this excitement, what happens when you get – and the coaches suggest – we're gonna add this new tool to the bag for this fight for the first time.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, that's happening, of course. Like the last few weeks or even month. I'm um, trying to think of which which tool. You know, the, it's interesting that you mentioned that because there's been a few tools that I've been eyeing for months, if not years, and and trying to fight figure out the, the best way to sharpen the tool, so to speak. And throughout this past two months, all of those, I guess, like locked moves or locked tools have been like unlocked. Like Jerome would be like, hey, yeah, I have this drill. It's this, 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 and that. And I'm like, dang, I've been looking for a drill to to fine tune that. Or Chris Luttrell's like, I got this drill right here. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been looking for a drill to, to refine that tool or that move. So I've had like five things unlocked that I've been really, really looking for for a long time. And I guess now it's time to, like, test them out in in real life.
0: Now, stepping away from the fight, it's been a year and a half. And not just a martial artist, but I know you have a very musical side, too. So how much time have you spent in that area of your life over this downtime?
1: Mm. Uh, well, right when I left CYFD in 2019 at the end, I wrote, oh my gosh. I think I wrote like eight, probably about eight full songs just on the guitar and so, some on drums as well. I put the drums in on a, uh, about four of them, um, but yeah, I got about four, or I'm sorry, I got about eight to 10 like full length songs written from, like, that uh, October all the way till maybe, maybe the end of last year. And I was just cranking them out because I had so much, like, when you go a certain amount of time without playing and you sit down and play, you just got, like, all this stuff that just kind of falls into place, which is the best feeling ever. So I got a lot of material and then I kind of fell off um, because the next step is recording it. And and, very, and it's difficult music, so it takes kind of a long time. And it's, you're a perfectionist, so it takes even longer, which is how it should be. But uh, I got all this material waiting to be recorded. And I have material from the last band that I had, which we had about eight songs. And, and if we don't record those, and it's, it's just a tragedy because you'll be like, oh, remember those songs that we used to have? Oh, yeah, they were really cool, huh? Yeah. Well. Now we can't hear them or listen to them or show anybody ever again. So it's horrible. I've had bands where that happens. So I got like eight songs from that past band and then eight to 10 from this, my personal stuff. So I'm back, I'm behind big time on music. And I'm like, someday, I keep saying this, someday, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to record and record and record. And, you know, hopefully... When maybe all this stuff is done, I can get back at it. Or after this this bout, maybe maybe I'll get on the recording a little bit now that it's kind of cold outside. Unless I get matched up right away, but yeah, I've been I still like play at my church every Sunday, so that keeps me you know playing guitar and learning quite a bit. But I've kind of fallen off the last year pretty much. But I am still teaching people music. I have a, a couple of uh, clients that I'm teaching music too, so that's pretty awesome as well.
0: So I guess I'll hit you with, are we gonna see the day when Josiah Reyes I asked him backstage i didn't I didn't recognize that song, I'll be like, "Oh, that was my song that I walked out to. Are we gonna see that? I've thought about doing that. I have two or three songs
1: that I have recorded already that I have like on YouTube. And I've thought about doing that, and I forgot about that, actually. Um, I haven't done that yet. And then I have a song from one of my youth that I worked with, and he made this hip-hop track that's just hilarious and ridiculous. So I try to come out to that two fights ago, and and I I gave him the wrong song, so that was my bad. But um, yeah, for sure, within, within one of these fights, I'll come out to one of my songs for sure. This last one, I didn't know we get to pick for LFA, so I I, um, I picked this song. I just found out of nowhere it's like a reggae song. I've been kind of on a reggae fix the last couple, maybe the last year, I guess. And uh, this song just popped up, and it was just like got such a cool beat to it. And it's called The Renegade, too, which I know there's a lot of songs that are called Renegade, but this one's also called Renegade. And it's just got like cool, groovy beat. And the lyrics are pretty cool for the most part, and it's just kind of happy, fun, groovy song. So I just went ahead and picked it because it's like, it's kind of like a homage too, because that last time we fought in LFA, which was about three years ago now, um, that that was that was from Jerome. Kind of, I think he was the one who was like, we should um, we should bring Josiah because they were looking for another matchup. And I think he was the one who kind of suggested that that they bring me three years ago, and i was i was uh i think I was one in one amateur at the time, so yeah, I was one in one so anyway, it's just kind of full circle that now we're going back and like Jerome's been kind of you know such an instrumental part in in all of this for me, so it's kind of like a cool little little homage to him throw out this track and walk out to it
0: you were there as an amateur and now you get to go back as a pro how's that feel
1: it's it's really cool man and, and again i mean i know it's i think i've said this before but it's like i remember being in silver watching lfa and and just you know i wasn't even training jujitsu yet and i was just watching like oh whoa there's more fights on a channel that's like that i don't have to like worry about trying to buy fights so i was watching these lfa fights and then one of my teammates fought on there from silver so i was like holy crap i get to watch him on tv and i was probably like early 20s and then all of a sudden like i get to meet like you know everybody from the lfa and then fight for them and then now i'm like going back to that same spot and doing it as a pro it's it's really really cool and and just thankful for everything to be honest i don't know where i'm gonna go still you know how far i'm gonna make it um i would love to i think my short-term goal would for fighting would be to get uh, the elevate title i think that would be a really 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 cool accomplishment and like short-term goal for fighting um but yeah it's it's beautiful man
0: and I got to ask, we've talked about all the tools, the different ones that you have to work with all the time you've put in, how much different of a martial artist do you feel now? I mean,
1: I, I've, I was super green whenever we went up there, um, three years ago. Um, it's crazy to just think about it. I took that at 135. <laughs> so I didn't like hardly cut in weight at all for that fight. I remember. And, uh, it was just crazy. I mean, so much has changed and I you know, I, I think about that for myself. I've grown, I've got more tools, I've got more experience, I'm I'm in better shape than I've ever been in my life from all the strength and conditioning at the Santa Fe Athletic Co. Shout out to to David over there and and every and all the other coaches there as well. Um and at the same time, this guy, you know, he's he's got time that he's grown as well. I always think about that. I'm not the only one who had time to to level up and grow this last year or two. He this dude grew and leveled up at a at a big gym as well. So, you know, we both have new tools that n- neither of us know about. <laughs> so it's it's just a crazy sport, man.
0: It is definitely a crazy sport. What are some of those lessons that you learned as looking back at your social media. I'm looking back at your Facebook page and I I just saw a post with a bunch of Adidas pads. It looked like it's from 2017 and you're like this is the greatest sparring session ever. What are what are some of those lessons that you could share? I'm sure some of that stuff is is personal, but some lessons that you learned in this journey.
1: I mean well, that, that, that night was, was mad, was beautiful. And it's so crazy that I keep getting all these memories. Like fall is just a, 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 a nostalgic time no matter what year it is. But um, that particular night I saw two people like shake hands and like, and they're like pretty prestigious in the community and they, they talk things out and I was lucky enough to just be sitting there and it was emotional. And they're like, you know, going back and forth about how they felt about each other and then, and then just squashed it and shook hands and, and talked about their families. And it was just, I've never seen so much humility in like on the jujitsu mat before where like big, strong warriors, you know, will humble themselves and, and talk and, and let themselves be vulnerable and cry even in front of us. And like, that's just the coolest thing. And I've been there of course, as well, but in terms of Things learned. I mean, one. I don't know. You know, you could go the physical route or the mental route or um, spiritual. Even physically, I've learned the recovery is just as important as the as the um, training. And then I'd say the the this mental part of it is probably about half of it as well. Like doing mental reps and just thinking about like what you did and and drilling it and visualizing um i found some podcasts that are on on neurology on physical performance so i've been learning a lot about um, studies and research on physical performance um, based off of neurology um i mean there's there's so many things i've learned to be honest you know like everybody always says, you got to enjoy the journey. You got to enjoy the journey. You got to enjoy the journey. And it's like, sounds silly, but you know, life is only as, I guess as like it meaningful as like the day that you're in or the moment that you're in. And it's so easy to be like, I got to get through this. Oh, I have another training. I got to get through it. Like, Oh, I hate this. Like, I just I don't want to. And it's like, I've learned that you really just kind of like, you know, we're going to be like 50 someday or maybe we won't even be here tomorrow. And it's like, man, why, why would I just dread this? Yeah. Maybe I hurt so bad and whatever, but it's so cool to just look back and, or just be in the moment and be like, dang, I'm hanging out with the, you know, the Renegade or, or the Destroyer or Sanai warrior or, or any of our coaches and we're barefoot on the mats you know like it's so cool to just be barefoot and I'm really really trying my best to enjoy each training and each jiu and each warm-up and like oh we got to do the warm-up again oh my god but it's like no do the warm-up like your body's like such a crazy special vehicle like it's so incredible that you're healthy enough to even do a push-up like I've had injuries where you can't do a push-up or you can't move hardly so when you're healthy it's like man I guess enjoy just moving I'm getting to the point where I'm just enjoying being on the mats and moving uh, taking it I guess day by day you know moment by moment even this whole thing it's stressful and it's nerve-wracking but there's nothing like it you know and you'll look back and be like dang I remember I remember this fight camp was like this and we did this and had these laughs and these cries and this happened and that happened. And, you know, watching people like Jerome, he's, you know, he's overcame so many obstacles in the past and like, he's got like the best attitude I could ever imagine really. And so I've learned a lot about just having the right attitude in in a win or a loss or an injury or anything like the attitude and the mindset is, is really where it's at. Oh crap, I got a timer. So, um, man, I, I don't know. There's too many things probably to list. Maybe I should make a list. That'd probably be a good idea.
0: <laughs> Josiah, I can't wait to see you in action. LFA 116. Again, thank you for the time.